We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 301. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the Ice Then Fog episode. Yes. We, you had, know, we had both. Yeah. And I was tempted to say uh, <laughs> this is the cold, then ice, then fog, then warm, then thaw, then, but it was too long. So I just. Feels good out right now. It's great out yeah. there right now. <laughs> Comparative to what it. Has been. You know. My God, is, are we in the 50s yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, 52 at the airport. Can you believe that? I think once this all started, uh, when, when did the warm-up start? Like three days ago? Two, two or three days ago? It yeah. just it has It's just steady. Like right. there's been little fluctuation with anything. And yeah. it's great. Yeah, we were in a deep freeze. I was sliding. I fell. Oh, you did? On you, the sidewalk. Did you crack your noggin? Nah. That wasn't too bad. Nobody looked. Nobody was. Nobody saw me, so that's what counts, right? Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I didn't dare get out on that. I didn't want to drive on that, so I didn't. Stayed home. No. Didn't have anywhere to be. Yeah, me too. The, the only bummer is, is we uh, we didn't get a chance to speak to the fourth graders. No, um, we will. Yeah, we rescheduled. So yeah. uh, I figured that was, you know, because we were talking. <laughs> they're talking about winter weather advisory and a quarter inch of ice. Is like, they're not going to have school. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm glad they canceled the night before. Oh man, me too. Um, yeah, we we we've been through the ringer here in January. It started off okay, and then we went to the deep freeze, and uh, then we kind of came out of it. I had a little bit of snow, went back down into it. Then we got the influx of warm. Then now we've got, you know, we had a little ice event, mm-hmm. and uh, and now we've been under a dense fog advisory for what two days now. Yeah. This is the longest one I think I've ever experienced. Well, I had an inkling that it was going to be foggy. And then the weather service just said patchy fog. And I'm like, no, we're going to have more fog than that because all this moisture streaming up from the south and it's, gonna get, and it's bringing warmer air. Yeah. And I looked at the uh, map and there was a there was a dense fog advisory basically from Canada to Mexico. Did you see that? that oh, was no. Crazy. Was really? Crazy. Oh, and the entire state of Oklahoma was covered in it. Oh, so gosh. I thought, well, we weren't in anything until about 2 o'clock in the morning. They went ahead and issued us a dense fog advisory, and we're still in that dense fog advisory. They just keep extending it. Yeah. yeah. Yesterday, which was Tuesday, we're recording this on Wednesday about 2 o'clock, by the way. But yesterday, I said, did you know it's going to go to Wednesday at noon? And you're like, yeah. no. And then you checked, like, wow. And then today, you texted me and said, it's going to go to Thursday at noon. Yeah. And what was funny is somebody had commented on our Facebook page, is there going to be any fog with this? And the actual forecast grid didn't have any fog. And I said, well, 
I'm not seeing it right now. And sure as anything, the three hours later, they had an, a forecast grid update and they started introducing fog. So then I yeah. had to comment back and say, well, yeah, they're talking about it now. And even uh, one of the TV guys in Springfield said, no, 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 no. It was, it was the AFD, the Eric forecast discussion two days ago was saying that the models were trying, were wanting to paint fog, but it was probably going to be patchy and they're probably confused because of something happening along the border. I don't know. It, they just kind of poo-pooed it a little bit. Right. And now all of a sudden I went to Springfield yesterday. Dang. And it was inverse. I know. Cause I texted you. It was funny because I'm on 65 going North to Springfield. As soon as I would get on the top part of the Hill, I couldn't see my hand in front of me. Right. And when I went down into the valley, yeah. it was clear. I could see everything. That's just the opposite. I've seen that happen lots of times around here. It's just that fog was not due to the lower temperature of the valley at the time. It was due to all that warmer air coming in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that influx of air. I, I need to get my uh, the the ambient temperature grid. I want to see how far we just went steady, 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 steady. And... Uh, yeah, we you know, pe- people still sending us like, well, this TV station said this. Like, well, we don't follow that. Um, that's great if they want to. They they have their own forecast. They can do their own thing. But we're following National Weather Service and right. our gut instinct. Yep. We we haven't done a whole lot of gut instincts here lately. No, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, but I guess the big thing is the warm up. It uh, we I mean I'll I'll say the average high and low now uh, forty five. We're at 45 and 24. Next week, we'll be 46 and 25. So we are on the upswing. So last week, well below. This week, well above. Right. And we were expecting that. I'm glad it it happened. I'm we needed a nice little warm-up. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I forget. Now, when we had that insane thing in February, was that in 2020, that COVID year, when yeah. we were like minus? Did that last like a... Two weeks or something? Maybe not quite that long, but yeah, a week to 10 days. It was a there. long time. Yeah. Man. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I can't wait for my uh, electric bill. Yeah. <laughs> that thing. Yeah, so so basically what's happening in a nutshell, um, we have all this moisture at the surface, and the warm air keeps pumping in, so when the temperature drops, the dew point does not. So the temperature is meaning the dew point. We're causing this widespread fog. I did see the national grid yesterday, and it was, what What would the weather channel say? 93 million people affected by... Scary. I know. I wish they'd quit doing that, but... <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious to see if this is going to last. Are you ready for your segment? Because I want to hear stuff. No. You're not ready for your segment? No, I was just looking oh. at the... Uh... They're calling for widespread dense fog again tonight after 11 o'clock. So we'll see. Oh, okay. And tomorrow, too, in the morning. So uh, I'm liking the rain, though. We need it. We do. We do. And I think, wasn't there a, a, there's a flood watch in south central Missouri, I think. And they said they're going to let that expire It was in the floor. county right to our east, actually. It was, uh, oh, real, is that like? Real close to here. Ozark. Ozark, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. there's flood warning up near Clinton, but I think that place always floods. And what's happening is the rain is not going to be that heavy, 
But the problem is the ground is frozen, so it's not going to absorb that water that's falling. It's just going to run off right into the creeks and streams. Mm. Therefore, even an inch of water is going to really rise those creeks. Yep. All right. Okay. You ready for yours? No, I want to see if this warm thing is going to last. So let's get to your segment. Model Minute. Model Minute. What do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah. So, Corey, tell me what you're saying over there. I'm enjoying this weather. Is it, well, first of all, is it going to rain still? And it's is gonna this rain. warmth going to last? It's going to rain. Got a low pressure system coming up from the south into Arkansas. It'll go right to our east, bringing with it. Some rain chances uh, later on tonight, moving out by tomorrow, and then dry for a bit until the next system comes through. Another low-pressure system through Arkansas, kind of the same thing. Now, I'm not seeing anything frozen. I know it's that time of year, but yeah, we're not. Good. We're looking above average temperatures, looks <laughs> yeah. like to me. So, uh, another uh, shot of rain this weekend, and, uh, well, Friday into Saturday, maybe, and, uh, man. Stuck. There it is. Where's After that, glasses? it's just dry. We got high pressure moving in next week, Monday ish. Oh, okay. Now, is that Canadian or is that That's just GFS? No, I meant Canadian high pressure. Uh, Probably not because it looks like it. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. That's good. That's great. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. Now, we're going to have a dry period. Man, lots of dry periods. I don't really have anything to write home about to the end of the, mo- the cycle run, which is, man, first week of February. Oh. Got a little disturbance coming up. That looks fun, but don't want to talk about that just yet. Right. No, no ice or anything like that. Maybe some severe. We'll see. Did you say severe? <laughs> I did. I shouldn't have, though. Well, it's almost February. It is. And you know what's after February is March. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Nothing exciting, too exciting on the uh, precipitation. Okay, so rain can and the precipitation that did come was in the form of liquid. Yay! On the on the model, we like that. Uh, temperatures are above normal. We are. I'm looking for the next freezing temperatures. We got a little bit of frozen temperature coming in on. Uh... <coughs> Excuse me, I got a little cough happening here. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> the 29th. What day is the 29th? Uh, that is Tuesday. Yeah. Just overnight lows in the 30s, and that's nothing bad Monday. At all. Monday, I'm wrong. <coughs> Excuse me, okay. guys. We are going back into the 50s. Yes. Man, maybe 60 next week. <laughs> maybe 60 next Man. week. That is excellent. I'm liking all the red I see on the models. The entire state is in red. Yes. That means well above average. A uh, couple of days, maybe that. Upper 50s, maybe to 60. You know what? I'm seeing 50s all the way to the end of the model run. Dude, I will take 50s, man. I'll take it. 60s would be a bonus That's at this a, time. That, <laughs> that is what I've been wanting all winter long. It's just a nice stretch of warmth. Yeah. And we figured that would happen because we're in this El Nino pattern right now. So that's yeah. going to kind of – we had talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. We're we're going to have these cold snaps, but we should rebound right back out of them in this pattern. Right. I think it looks great. I'll take it compared to what we have had. Oh, well, both, yeah. You and I both said we're both done with winter, Yeah, right? we've had our snow. We've had our ice. We've had the cold. We're done. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I, th- I think somebody commented the, the other day, eight weeks till, till, till spring. I'm like, yes! Right. I love that. And even quicker till, what is it, meteorological spring, about a month and a week or yeah, so. Yeah, about five weeks, March yeah. 1st. That's going to be fun. And they're, they're severe down there in uh, uh, Louisiana now. There was tornado warning for in Mississippi this yeah. morning. Well, they get a lot much earlier than we do all the time. Of course, they don't even have a slight today. They're down there in the marginal down there, but they're not even in a slight yeah. risk. I but don't see there's any... a huge line. Did you see that yeah. line? Yeah. Dang. Here, here's what I'm, I'm thinking. I, I want to get your gut on this. Let, let's talk about gut instincts right now. Um, we've done our, done our cold, done this. We're going into a, we are in a wetter pattern that may kind of subside a little bit, but the South has been very stormy and very wet. Now, yeah. once we get into spring, that's all going to up here. Yeah, so it's going to so. start lifting. The question is, is it going to dry up or is it going to stay? Now, my gut instinct is I think we're we're due for some more flooding stuff. I think you're right. It, when, when was the last flood year? 2017? It's, it's been a while. Yeah. We're in 2024 now. Do you realize that? That's, that's yeah, that's a long time. Um, I, I'm not wanting flooding i'm wanting sufficient rain that's what i'm wanting uh i went down to uh swan creek and bull shoals there shadow out park to take some pictures oh that's right yeah and you know usually that's flooded what you can't get to where i was standing because in the past few years you know that's built the whole water it holds water and it's just been flooded and people were commenting how yeah it's usually flooded but it hasn't flooded this year it's like well hopefully that'll continue but you never know right you never know and and you took a picture of the parasite spillway. It was active. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I know it gets active, but it looked like it was really flowing water. They they turn it on and off. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know. The only thing I was thinking of, and I'm probably wrong on this, but but because of the cold temperatures and the power supply, maybe they're trying to generate more. Possibly. Uh, well, it's just that's that's owned by Liberty Utilities. It's where you're getting your power from your you know, yeah. Of course, they have a bunch of ways to get power, but that's just one of them. Built in 1913 by Empire. Oh, nice. So, yeah. 1913. It's been a while. Yeah. Holy cow! That's a what hundred and one of the first eleven years old. It's the first electro hydroelectric dam in the state. Power site was. Yeah. 19. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. See, you're the history guy. That's what yeah. I like. <laughs> I know nothing about history. I know. And I wasn't for sure that it was going to be running, but I thought, hey, I was going to go take some pictures somewhere else in Foresight the other day, and I was going to stop by the dam and see what's up, because it was about sunset. I had the drone. Yeah, tell me about that. Tell everybody oh, about your- I some power lines. <laughs> There's power lines everywhere, and I knew that going up. But? <laughs> and I tried to stay away, but I got a little, you know, daring. I got a little closer, but I knew they were in the vicinity. I just wasn't sure I was quite level, level with them, but I, I was. I was pretty darn level with them. You about lost that drone. Yeah, close to it. <laughs> I went under one. Did you see that one? I know. That's I almost I, hit the other. Well, you texted it to me. I couldn't see it on my phone, so I blew it up on here. And it's like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, not, not the first time. Oh, but here's the question though: If the drone had tapped that and fell in, would you have jumped in bull shows to go no. save it? No, I froze. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't want it to. I need that. a new drone. It's pretty old. Really? It's it's. it's in dog years, that's it would be 94 years old by now, I think. It's pretty, pretty, it's way older technology. They have a much lighter and 
batteries that last much longer now. I need to, yeah. I need to look at them. I could, I could be in the air for fifty-four minutes instead of nineteen minutes or eighteen. Minutes. Oh, that's right. Because you're saying like twenty minutes, you've got. Yeah, and even then, that's when it was newer. I need a new battery because it's. I don't even think I'm getting fifteen minute flight time out of it right now. So well, and and another thing that's really cool, and if you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook page, Stormdar Weather, not the groups, the main page. Although it's probably in the groups too. When we had that, was it one point eight inches of snow yeah. that we had, almost two inches? Uh, you sent that drone up and did a flyover. That was incredible, and I think you have over 44,000 views at this point, and however many shares. You need to see this thing. Uh, I was impressed. Mm-hmm. Now, where were you? Were you at your apartment? Yeah. And you I flew that drive. all I wasn't going to drive that day. And you got it all the way to Country Mart? Oh, yeah. I do it every time. It snows really... I mean, I can get, I can get further than that, but it was cold. <laughs> Uh, it got cold. I was in my van actually, just keeping the heat on while I was flying. But oh, okay. Well, cold. that's good. Still cold. <laughs> yeah, you need to go see it. Search for our in our videos, and you'll see that it's fantastic. Great, great, great job on that. I love that. Um, okay, we didn't talk about this much, but uh, the cold and the wind create something what we call wind chill, and we have a weather school on wind chills and how it works. And why it doesn't work on a car, but it'll work on your skin. So let's get to the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service has just issued a wind chill advisory for our area. What exactly does that mean? You've probably heard weather people on the TV news talking about the wind chill factor. The wind chill factor is the temperature that a person feels because of the wind. For example, if the thermometer reads 35 degrees outside and the wind is blowing at 25 miles per hour, the wind chill factor causes it to feel like it's 8 degrees. In other words, your 98-degree body loses heat as though it were 8 degrees outside. The wind chill factor is the same effect that causes you to blow on hot soup to cool it down. The movement of the air increases the soup's loss of heat by convection, so the soup cools down faster. For an inanimate object, wind chill has an effect if the object is warm. So, for example, say you fill two glasses with the same amount of 100-degree water. You put one glass in your refrigerator, which is kept at 35 degrees, and one outside, where it's 35 degrees, but the wind is blowing at 25 miles per hour, so the wind chill makes it feel like 8 degrees. The glass outside will get cold quicker than the glass in the refrigerator because of the wind. However, the glass outside will not get colder than 35 degrees, 
the air temperature is 35 degrees, whether it's moving or not. That's why the thermometer reads 35 degrees, even though it feels like 8 degrees. There are three different wind chill products issued by the National Weather Service. First is the wind chill watch. This means dangerous cold is possible and to be prepared. Wind chill watches can be upgraded to either a wind chill advisory or a wind chill warning. A wind chill advisory is issued usually when wind chill values are forecasted to be between negative 5 and negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit. A wind chill warning is usually issued when forecasted wind chill values are going to be colder than 20 degrees below zero. These products are issued because of potential life-threatening conditions. Frostbite is an injury to the body caused by freezing bodily tissue. The most susceptible parts of the body are the extremities, such as fingers, toes, earlobes, or the tip of your nose. Symptoms include a loss of feeling in the extremity and a white or pale appearance. Medical attention is needed immediately for frostbite, and the area should be slowly rewarmed. Hypothermia is an abnormally low body temperature, usually below 95 degrees Fahrenheit. Warning signs include uncontrollable shivering, memory loss, disorientation, incoherence, slurred speech, drowsiness, and apparent exhaustion. Medical attention is needed immediately. If it is not available, begin warming the body slowly. Warm the core first, not the extremities. Warming extremities first drives the cold blood to the heart and can cause the body temperature to drop even further, which may lead to heart failure. Get the person into dry clothing and wrap them in a warm blanket covering the head and neck. Do not give the person alcohol, drugs, coffee, or any hot beverage or food. Warm broth and food is better. About 20% of cold-related deaths occur at home. Young children under the age of 2 and those more than 60 years of age are the most susceptible to hyperthermia. Hypothermia can sit in over a period of time. Keep the thermostat above 69 degrees, wear warm clothing, eat food for warmth, and drink plenty of water to keep hydrated. Alcohol will actually lower your body temperature. Some precautions to use during extremely cold weather are wearing layers of loose-fitting, lightweight, warm clothing. Trapped air between the layers will insulate you. Outer garments should be tightly woven, water-repellent, and hooded. Wear a hat. 40% of your body heat can be lost from your head. Cover your mouth to protect your lungs from extreme cold. Mittens snug at the wrist are better than gloves. And try to stay dry and out of the wind. The best way to avoid hypothermia and frostbite is to stay warm and dry indoors. If you have to go outside, then avoid overexertion. Your heart is already working overtime in the cold weather. The strain from the cold and the hard labor of shoveling heavy snow, walking through drifts, or pushing a car 
may cause a heart attack. Sweating from overexertion could lead to chill and hypothermia. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you go, the chilly wind chill. Yeah, I have so many weather schools, I just completely forgot about mm-hmm. that. So anyway, protect yourself. So let's get into the next segment, which is in other news. You got anything over there? A couple things. Go ahead and start. Okay. Well, uh, I forgot to say this last podcast uh, because I missed missed the graphic. But uh, in Springfield, this is from the National Weather Service, the first cold snap. This is from like February 12th through Wednesday the 16th. Springfield spent 126 hours below freezing. I thought that was wild. Wow. Yeah, below freezing. Not below zero, below freezing. Or below zero Celsius, but not yeah, zero there. True. Uh, yeah, and uh, I kind of touched on the flooding in Texas and Louisiana. They they are having major flooding down there. Uh, they had a month's worth of rain since Monday. This is Wednesday. College Station, Texas, picked up six inches since Monday. There's crazy lots lots more down there, but uh, I didn't put them on. There. And that's great. I like the rain we're getting now. It's kind of nice and spread out, and yes. not all at once. Which would lead to flooding. So uh, this is what we need to continue up yes. here. So perfect, we, perfect. Utkiadbik. Uh, oh, saw its first sunlight yesterday. Oh, in over it's... two months, the sun came up. It was up for one hour and then it went back down. <laughs> but it was the first day in two months the sun rose up there. And nice. By the end of the week, that one hour sun sunrise or sun. Uh, will will last for three hours. That's how quickly it. Changes. Oh, that's fast. Yeah, it's fast. So that's how. That's my favorite city. Yeah, way up there. And you said it correctly. I'm so excited. Well, good. <laughs> what do you What do you got next? Here? Uh, the, the only the only other thing I've got in there. Um, I checked the El Nino, uh, Enso, and El Nino. We're still in El Nino advisory. Uh, they're saying the El Nino conditions are going to persist over the next few months, with a 73 percent of neutral Lanata conditions from April to June. So that's that could flip you know the jet stream a little bit. But uh Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Got anything else? Goes you is has <gasps> arrived at the Kennedy Space Center for a for yes. a spring launch. Okay. So it's at the Space Center now. They're gonna start fueling it up uh in a couple months. Uh they're going to try to launch it. They're gonna Transfer it to the launch complex and set it up in April, rolling it out to the launch pad. And then they say that launch will be no earlier than April 30th, 2024. So, uh, lots of new technology on this thing. Kind of looking forward to it. Can't wait. When it goes into service, it will turn into what will it be? Goes. You. No, that's what it is now. Oh. I don't know what. Should I do goes this? nineteen. Oh, nineteen. Okay. And then it'll be the new goes east. Okay, it's so taking yeah goes 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 sixteen seventeen. I'm, which is the goes? I think it's seventeen. Eighteen is west. I think that okay, was the last 18, one that went up. Okay, so before 17 that was would be seventeen east. was east. Oh. It's going to replace yeah that one. Okay, the one that's up there now. 
Which is going to be fantastic because that's going to do the Atlantic. Right. Yeah. Right. So uh, looking forward to what this one brings. It's uh, going to take us into the 2030s, though. That's what they're saying here. So uh, does it list all kinds any? of high definition. Yeah, uh, tell me, tell me, tell yeah, me. <laughs> and lightning, uh, geostationary lightning mappers and all kinds of bells and whistles on this thing. They, they can monitor the sun and space weather with it, which is kind of because it's been kind of active, the sun. The sun has been active lately. So uh, they can uh, better track hurricanes and how intense the hurricanes will be. That's new the forecasts. Uh, early warning of severe storms and tornadoes. Yes. Uh, fire detection. Of course, they use those for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, identification of lightning strikes that were most likely to ignite the fires. Uh, they can detect low clouds and fog. They can be able to see the fog. So, Bet you can see it today. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. Although right now it's fine. New it's ways not- to monitor smoke, dust, and aerosols. So, volcanic eruptions, detections of those, of course. Did it? Does it say anything about 8K or 12K technology? Uh, it doesn't go into the... This is just a data sheet. It doesn't go oh, into okay. that so much, but... No, but I'm sure it has something pretty close to that, I would assume. Because I think the last one was, I know that 4K is standard now. I mean, now 8K is up, I'm sure. How can you how can you develop something that can just be that high up and see so precisely to the ground? That's, that just baffles this my This thing mind. can detect meteors entering the Earth's atmosphere. It's kind of neat. Ooh, I wonder if that's new. I don't know. Looks like it. Because I haven't checked the meteor storms here lately. It's been kind of b- benign. January and February are not, you know, really a active meteor. To February is definitely not. I think you can also is- monitor vegetation. Vegetation and health of vegetation during droughts. Oh. Interesting. That must be some kind of thermal something. Yeah, I don't know. pretty cool but it launches in april and and they really you know they put them in operational mode but they don't they're not official for a few months or whatever they got to test everything out but you can still get some of that data you know yeah basically not too long after it launched the last one we were looking at data from it it was kind of neat operational mode and i've seen that uh they've showed some time-lapse stuff on uh the typhoons that are just so high def Oh, on, yeah. the, on the other one, yeah, um, what T or something eighteen over on the west side, right? That, <laughs> and this is the last one of the series. This is the R series, so okay. this is the last one of those. I don't know what will come after that. Something, but it won't be until in the twenty thirties, probably. Oh, okay. So this is expected to last for five or six years. Then, oh uh, yeah, probably longer than that. Oh, they should. What the Hebel Hebel Hubble is still going, right? Oh yeah. There's, I mean, there's things still going out there that were launched in the 70s. That's <laughs> insane. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I did forget one thing I just now remembered on here. San Diego. Uh, I know, normally go out to San Diego. Uh, it's been a while since I've been out there. But uh, they are flooding again. Man, I saw cars being washed down the road earlier today on some video. Isn't that nuts? Crazy. Atmospheric River is just slamming. And we've talked about the atmospheric river and the way this pattern is set up. Did did 
I, I never can remember is El Nino, El Nino years are the ones where the Southern California gets hammered, right? And Northwest, I, I, I keep getting those mixed up. What they I don't know. They've been kind of hammered the past couple of years, it seems like. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it, it's all speculative anyway, because it's El Nino is one factor out of a bajillion factors mm-hmm. to do that. So I'll do that. All right. Was that all you got? That's all. Okay. Well, let's get to the last segment then. It's the weather word of the week. And it's time for the weather word of the week. So, Corey, what is this week's Sturmdor weather weather word of the week? Geohydrology. Wow. So, what is geohydrology? It's the branch of hydrology relating to subsurface or subterranean waters. Yeah. So, what are things underground? And that's important. Very much. (laughs) Because, I mean, we rely on that underground water for everything. Oh, gosh, yes. Yeah. Oh, you remember last week we talked about my mom's well? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was 350. She did text back, for those that are listening and even care, but uh, she's down 396 feet. So I thought that was interesting. 396 feet. That's a long way. It's a pretty good drop. Now, I remember, because that's the house I grew up in, and I'm mm-hmm. much older than you. So, But I remember, I think it was initially down 200 or something, and they had to go and re-drill. They go down way to 300-something because the the level just dropped mm-hmm. or something like that. I mean, it's always changing over the decades or whatever. But they said when, you know, down to that low, so she's not going to have any problems at now. Cool. Yeah, so geohydrology, so flooding and all sorts of stuff. Yep, man. I now okay. So now we have the warmer temperatures. Now I just need the um, rain to kind of dry out just for a couple of days, so I can get back out on the course again. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, there was a good stretch of no rain coming up, warm temperatures. I think you're going to be in good shape for that. I'm loving that. It's gonna dry everything out for you. I didn't look at the wind. I don't know what that's going to be like. Usually when it gets warm this time of year, it's kind of windy. But It, it is. It's kind of strange because everything's up now. So, Yeah. Oh. oh, another thing I forgot to say and mention in, in the, the first block was, uh, even though the temperatures have been in the 40s, some roads are still icy. And people are like, you know, what, what's going on? It's 40s and 50s, and the roads are still icy. Well, we have something what's called a frost depth. And that is when you go down in the ground, how far down in the ground is it below freezing? And typically, which we are right now, about five inches. So mm-hmm. the ground is frozen. Yeah. Um, so the, the, if the ice is on the ground and the sun is not hitting it, it's going to stay around. It takes a while for that ground to thaw out for sure yeah and especially especially on the side roads and roads that don't get a lot of sunshine i mean as soon as the sun came out after a little ice event bam i mean my road was fine Mm. and i thought it was silly because literally cars were going up and down the road and it was fine but then the grader came and was actually had the grader down i'm like what are you grading because spreading i get but grading there's nothing to grade. they do it i know Anyway, enjoy this warm weather. You got anything else? Nope. Okay, well, it's about time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. 
Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have us show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time. So join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.